0: Welcome to Chip Chat, an interview series that connects you with technology experts around the issues that industry is focused on today. And now your host, Allison Klein. Welcome to Chip Chat. My name is Allison Klein. We're coming to you live from Microsoft Ignite in Orlando, Florida. And I'm with Dr. Ted Wei, Program Manager of Microsoft Azure Machine Learning. Welcome, Ted, how's it going?
1: Good, how are you doing, Allison? It's great to be here.
0: So thank you first for taking time out of your busy Ignite schedule to make it on Chip Chat. Why don't you just start with an introduction of your role at Microsoft and how that relates to the themes at Ignite this week?
1: Sure. I'm a senior program manager on the Azure Machine Learning team. And so our team builds an end-to-end, enterprise-grade, compliant data science platform. And so what we're doing at Ignite is really focusing on the intelligent cloud and the intelligent edge. And so how do we enable you to be able to build AI models, deploy them to the cloud and edge, and then make them run super fast?
0: Now Microsoft has been on the forefront of AI innovation. You guys have been talking about the solutions that you've been delivering in market for quite a while. Tell me about how Microsoft approaches machine learning and building out infrastructure and algorithms to deliver this capability to your customers.
1: Yeah, so Microsoft approaches it from a holistic perspective. So you think about all the things that you need for effective AI. First is just the algorithms, the ability to be able to take in images and speech and text and to be able to do things with them. And so how do you design optimized algorithms to do that in a very effective way? And then there's also the hardware. How do you make these algorithms run super fast in a very scalable way in our data centers? And so in terms of the holistic approach, we're going full throttle on all fronts.
0: You have a project called Project Brainwave, a project that you've talked about in terms of collaboration with Intel. Do you want to share something about that?
1: Project Brainwave is a scalable FPGA-powered DNN-serving platform, and I know that's just been a lot of words, and so we'll start with what DNNs are first. DNNs are deep neural networks, and so we've had these breakthroughs in AI because of these DNNs. Everything you've seen around image recognition and real-time speech-to-text and text-to-speech and language understanding, all of these things are powered by these very large and complex algorithms called deep neural networks or DNNs. And so as a DNN-serving platform, we enable you to run these DNNs to be able to process all of the data that you might have. It's FPGA-powered meaning that we're using Intel FPGAs to be able to effectively run these DNN algorithms very fast. And it's scalable, meaning that our servers in Azure have FPGAs so that we're able to scale out to meet your needs in that sense.
0: Now, you talked about the different algorithms and the different types of classes of algorithms. How does your team plan on algorithm development, and are there new classes of models that you're looking at that are emerging that would be applied to your ML offerings?
1: In terms of how we look at algorithms, we really look at what our customers are doing. And we see a lot of requirements around the image recognition and image classification space. So there's a ton of image data out there, whether it's going to be from your cameras at your gas stations or in your grocery stores or drones that are looking over farmland to see whether the crop is diseased or not. There's just so much of this data. And so we're targeting a lot of algorithms just to be able to process all of this image data. But then there's a lot of text data too. So you think about all the various websites and documents out there that you need to process. And so Project Brainwave really came out of the requirements for Bing, our search engine. You think about the big problems that Bing has to solve. Indexing the entire internet be able to take a query and to find the right answer and to be able to respond to that answer. And so we have algorithms around language understanding, knowledge mining, and also around image recognition and classification, speech to text, text to speech. And so we are having teams all across Microsoft to develop algorithms on all those fronts.
0: Bringing us back to Ignite, you had some news associated with this space at Ignite. Can you share that?
1: At Ignite, we're announcing the availability of four new algorithms, ResNet 152, DenseNet-121, VGG-16, and SSD-VGG. And so what these algorithms act as are essentially featurizers. The example I like to give is uh, imagine you are wanting to do an experiment and you want to train a skin cancer-detecting dog, right? So basically, a skin cancer-detecting dog is a German Shepherd. And so a German Shepherd does not know the difference between skin cancer or not. What the German Shepherd has, though, is the infrastructure, if you will, to be able to take in smells and to be able to distinguish among the smells in a very, very sensitive way. And so what you start doing is you start training that German Shepherd. You start having it sniff something that it smells like skin cancer, and you say, this is skin cancer, and this is not, this is skin cancer, this is not skin cancer. And, you know, a couple weeks later, 30 boxes of kibble later, you have yourself a skin cancer-detecting dog. Mm -hmm. So training that skin cancer-detecting dog is not that difficult, but making a German Shepherd is the hard part. And so ResNet50 and these other algorithms essentially are German Shepherds. They take in data, they're able to extract features from that data, and then you can take those features and then make decisions off those features. Is this skin cancer or not? Is this crop diseased or not? Um, do I see fire in this gas station or not? So these are the things that you can do with these algorithms. And that's why they're so effective as featureizers today.
0: But is ResNet-50 as cuddly as a German Shepherd is the real question.
1: <laughs> Unfortunately not. So you'll still need a German Shepherd to provide <laughs> that cuddly part. We just provide the cost and performance benefits of a... ResNet 50 on FPGAs.
0: That's fantastic. I also heard that in your session yesterday, you talked about new technology, about safe driving. Can you talk about that?
1: Yeah, so you think about all of the ways in which uh, DNNs are used in things like autonomous vehicles, or even just helping drivers today. Imagine a camera that would be able to detect whether your eyes are drooping, or whether your mouth is just yawning, or whether you're doing things like holding up a cell phone and detecting that there's a distraction. All of these things would be able to be done directly on a vehicle when you bring these algorithms to the edge on the vehicle so that you can process the camera images and you can help drivers be a little bit more safer on the road.
0: That's fantastic. It's really exciting work, Ted. You mentioned briefly the work with Intel to deliver the FPGA technology to Project Brainwave. And can you talk a little bit about the collaboration with Intel more holistically in terms of machine learning?
1: Sure. Microsoft and Intel has had a great relationships spanning back decades. And so as we were working on Project Brainwave and being able to accelerate these deep neural networks, that's just another part of our great collaboration. And so Project Brainwave is using Intel FPGAs. This is a lot of the work that Doug Berger and his team at Microsoft Research has been doing. And just the cooperation we've had with the Intel engineers to be able to build out the hardware, and as we built out the software stack, to be able to put this together and able to serve Bing queries super fast and to be able to make this also available to the public, we've had a great working relationship in that sense.
0: When you look at the trade-off in terms of performance of the ultra high end and the ultra low end, how have you worked with Intel to deliver the right suite of technologies to address that and how are you delivering that to customers?
1: Yeah, so when we deliver the acceleration in our data centers, we have a suite of chips that are available. Everything spanning from CPUs and GPUs and FPGAs. And the benefits of FPGAs are really around what we call real-time AI. The ability to be able to take in an image, take in some data, and to be able to serve a response super fast. And that's where FPGAs really shine in comparison with something like a GPU. So a GPU is great for high-batch workloads, meaning if you have a million images and you want to process all of them, GPUs do a lot of things in parallel, and they're able to get you really, really high throughput. But the trade-off is latency. So when you send in data, you're not getting a response as fast as you would be getting from an FPGA. And you think about real-time AI applications where you might have images coming in from that security camera, or you might have images coming in from that satellite. You don't want to wait for 128 images before you can process that. You want to be able to take an image from the manufacturing floor, identify whether there's a manufacturing defect, and then take action on that rather than queuing it up.
0: So that gives us a good comparison of GPU and FPGA, but how about some of the other alternatives that are hitting the market, like TPU?
1: TPUs are positioned for training deep neural networks, and we are positioning FPGAs for inferencing and scoring. So the use case is a little bit different, in the sense that if you want to train a model, TPUs are great, GPUs are great. But for ultra-fast inferencing, I would recommend the FPGAs that are available on Azure. Uh, Some of the information that we've seen on the publicly available websites are that TPUs running ResNet 50 have a latency of more than 10 milliseconds, whereas Microsoft Research has gotten ResNet 50 on an FPGA down to less than 2 milliseconds. So you think about the performance improvement of that from a serving perspective and also from a pricing perspective. We're able to offer you to inference a million images for about $0.21 with our preview pricing. Now, of course, TPUs are uh, more versatile. They can run more things right now, but we are adding more and more every day.
0: What is the response been at Ignite about these new models, and what are you hearing from customers in terms of taking that next step with AI?
1: We've seen a lot of excitement just from the ability to have these new models because each of these models are slightly different. Some of them might be more effective and more accurate than other models. So when we launched that build, ResNet 50 was a great featurizer, but then it was a little bit restrictive. So now we give customers more options, and then as we go further down the road, we want to give more and more flexibility for customers to be able to start bringing in their own custom models. Um, And as companies are thinking about how they're going to integrate AI, another piece of this is just all that data preparation part. And so what I would encourage everybody to do is to think about the holistic end-to-end process, starting from gathering data and data preparation and all of that before being able to do something effective with that data.
0: That's so exciting. Ted, thank you so much for your time today. I've only got one more question for you. Where should folks go to find out more about the offerings Microsoft has in the machine learning space and engage with Microsoft in getting started.
1: Everything people need to know will be on aka.ms slash RTAI. RTAI for real-time AI. So just go to that website and you'll be able to learn more about Project Brainwave and be able to sign up and try it out.
0: Fantastic, thanks for being here today.
1: Great, thank you so much, Allison. Visit ChipChat online at intel.com chipchat. And for more information on
0: data center technologies, visit intel.com slash bigdata, intel.com cloud, and intel.com slash datacenteroptimization.